Welcome to OC Fan TV, episode number 10 and the first on our YouTube channel. Unfortunately, it's coming after a 2-1 loss to FC Cincinnati at home. But uh, yeah, how are you guys feeling? I mean, I told you so. I'm just going to start it off with that. I told you so. No one asked. Dave, how are you doing? Oh, horrible. That was that was so bad to watch. Cannot yeah. I have to give it to you. You definitely called that. I mean, it, by no means am I happy that I was right. I wanted to be proved wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I just feel like everything that I said just came to fruition. And maybe it's my fault for even putting that in the atmosphere. But Or we can say that it's Poppy's fault not playing your false nine. But instead, opting with two forwards in Kara and Pato, who we kind of saw play in the preseason together. And they didn't look great. So he opts forward in the third game. And it, it didn't live up to the hype. Not been impressed with it since I've seen it. That was the first time I've seen it. I know you guys have seen it a little bit more than I have being at that preseason game, but it didn't yeah, look from great. What I saw, yeah, they don't work well together, which that that kind of shoots us in the foot. We did see yeah. the one little passage of play where Pato chipped the ball over their whole back line just on top of the 18 and Caro got his head to it. But then, of course, Khan had the night of his life in goal, and he managed to get his fingertips onto that header. So we did yeah, see a little bit of link up really. Yeah. But I hope I hope they can find chemistry and link up together um, and find a way to play better throughout the season. But as of right now, it's just not looking too great. Yeah, I mean, respect has to be given to Khan and Noonan. I mean, he had the night of his life, and tactically, they played exactly as they should have against us. Mm-hmm. They sat and waited for their opportunities for us to get out of position, where we saw our team a lot of the time float more to the right side when they won the ball back. They, they countered on our left side, and when we were out of position, created themselves opportunities and capitalized on them. I mean, tactically, you know, well done. Yeah, I saw that goal go in in the, I believe it was the 13th minute, and all of my thoughts went straight back to, all right, you said on the podcast, mm, yeah, we could be in trouble. And there we found ourselves in trouble against the worst team in the league who have conceded six goals, six goals and not scored a singular one. And, of course, we just had to be the people to concede that first goal and then the second. It's just unlucky not to score to begin with because we've had, what, three or four headers that got saved. So if those go in, it's a completely different game. Yeah, two, two of them were straight above him. So those are saves that he should be making. They look really good on camera. Just getting your hand yeah. up that extra inch and, and your legs coming off the ground. It's really good saves to the camera, like I said. But I'll uh, props to the guy. He did have a career night. And then, yeah, just had to be that singular game. Yeah, I mean, I, it's just since our – Coming to the MLS, I feel like it's been the story that if a team's going to have a game, it's going to be against us. You know what I mean? And it's going to be at home against us. So I didn't have a great feeling going into that game. And like we've said, we've lacked the chemistry in the midfield. Um, we did have a lot of passing in the midfield. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it was a lot of lateral and backwards passing. It wasn't like we were advancing the ball truthfully, effectively through the midfield. And because of the tactic that since he came out and played, it did give us the ability to have that more possession there. So to, to be fair, the only reason we had a lot of lateral passing is because we were in 
their half of the field yeah. for 80% of the match. Exactly. Of the match. They, they allowed us to, to sit in half the mm-hmm. session because tactically that's what they wanted to do. So, yeah. I don't know how with the attackers that we've brought in and the attackers that we've had, we're not scoring more than a singular goal and it's coming from a midfielder. I'll be like, Fukuda got his first assist. Happy about that. But it just has to come in this game where we lose to the worst team in the league. So it's, we can't really celebrate it. He he possibly could have had another assist on one of the Pato headers. Um, it was another one that was tipped over the bar by Khan. But it's just kind of one of those nights where you have to throw up your hands and just be like, yeah, I, I, I just don't know. Tonight. Definitely wasn't our <clears throat> night, that's for sure. But we've said it a couple of times on the show that we need somebody to be that guy. You know what I mean? That's just going to put shots, effective mm-hmm. shots on target. In years past, it's been Nani. Last year, we've had DK. You know, before that, we had Dom. So, you know, we had people in the past that were willing to put those shots on target. But we need this year somebody to come out of their shell and be that person. You know what I mean? We did put 16 shots on target on on. 16 shots, right? I think it was 16 or 14, but six of them were on target. So it's... Yeah. There's... I don't know what it is with bringing in Fukundo for seven and a half mil. And uh, Pato, obviously, Cara brought in this year. Benji's Benji looked better this year. Um, And then Sylvester's not getting any minutes. So I don't know who's going to be able to step up and be that guy. Pato looked a little bit better. This game, I would say, a little bit better technically and him on the ball. Um, I'm just not that big of a fan of him. Like, I'd rather have Kara up top and then have someone like Benji to bring more of, like, a, a diverse um, attack when it comes to, you know, pace, power. Yeah, but Pato, Pato technically, interested. technically, on the ball, he's a lot better than Kara. Yes. So he brings that other dynamic of being able to be on the ball and not just hold it up and then release it. He can hold the ball up. Then if he can do something with it, then he can move the ball out from under his feet, try to find a pass or even beat him and dribble it. With Carr, it's going to be hold up play and play it out wide. So it's kind of like Daryl when we had him. He's big. He can hold up the ball, and then he could even do stuff with the ball, take a man on, I'll just be someone with pure pace and strength. That's what's not going to beat you with pure pace and strength, but he, he could beat you technically. So something that's kind of concerned me now is this is the second game in a row now. We haven't seen uh, Van Water in the squad, and we mm-hmm. haven't heard anything coming from the club about it. So seeing Pato kind of play that right mid, you know, position when he when we were in possession and stuff like that, while Sylvester's not in the squad, makes me have to ask the question, is this Poppy trying to figure something out because this is going to be a prolonged ab- absence? type of deal you never know with this club do you they, you really they never seem they never seem to tell us don't they no no matter no matter who's in the front office no matter who's a coach no matter the players you're not going to hear anything the most you'll get is a tweet from antonio carlos saying yeah we'll see you soon i'll be all right <laughs> yeah that's that's what we're getting <laughs> yeah i mean it's just something i noticed are you going to say something, Dave? Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, do you think it's a, like a fitness injury or do you think it's just a tactical decision that Oscar decided not to go with him for the past three games? 
I mean, I would say it would be tactically if he was included in the squad because he's clearly one of the best players, you know, we have on our team technically yeah. and ability-wise. So for Jacqueline to be included in the squad before him is not, you know what I mean? That's not a tactical yeah. thing in my opinion. That's a that's an agree or fitness type deal. Why, why are you having Jacqueline, Tesho, Pato, and Kara all in the squad, but then you only have... You have, well, you have Benji and Facundo as your true wingers. And then apart from that, you don't have a true winger. So then you're stuck like we saw in Chicago. You bring on Tesho as as a right mid or a left mid, wherever you went. So I don't... I'm so that's hoping, why I was, you know, maybe that's why we were seeing Pato play that role mm-hmm. per se, because they're trying to figure something out maybe. I, I really... I hate to say it, but I hope he it's not a tactic or it's not like a tactic decision. And it's him just having like a little knock on his hammy or something. And he'll be back in a week or two weeks. I don't really need a, a week yeah. is a singular game in the MLS season. So uh, I don't know. I don't want to see him get mad, not get playing time, and then leave because he's not getting playing time because he is one of our more gifted players. Yeah, I've kind of asked the question over the past two years of why he's not seen more minutes. And last year I was just like, all right, well, we, you know, have Nani. We have Mueller, who's been here for years. He performed very well for us, even if he did not last year. You know, I I kind of gave him the, the excuse where it's like I, he could have that performance. He could have that performance. He could. But this year it's like he literally can because he's not touching the field. Why he, there's no reason he shouldn't be playing and getting significant minutes. So, yeah, I think if he doesn't come out and start next game or even include in the in the reserves, I think that's like a major red flag as to something's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, whether it's an injury or there's a you know something else going on, there's something. If he's not even in the squad, yeah, that's not something that you want to see happen with one of your more gifted players, especially Sylvester, because if somehow we lose him and we don't bring in another winger, then we're going to be stuck with just Facundo and Benji out wide. And then eventually you're going to continue, continue seeing Tesho come on as a winger in that. I really don't think anybody wants that. So um, talking about some guys that did actually play in this game, um, Facundo and, and Joao, we're not Mm -hmm. seeing a whole lot of effectiveness coming from that left side of the ball right now. I mean, uh, we have always been a right side heavy team, but we don't even have that let off right now on the left side. Do you think that's just the two of them learning to play with each other or it's just tactically not going to work with these guys playing in these spots? It's tough to say only three games into the season and in seasons past, we have seen Joao get up the left side he likes to try to whip that ball into the box even if it's not like as far as Ruan does he still gets up there mm-hmm. um, and then we also know that Facundo likes to try to roam around the whole of the pitch so whether it's Joao not having someone to link up with and just make runs off of and play one twos with so Joao's not looking as good offensively and then Facundo's not there so then it just looks worse on Facundo's part it could be that or it could just be them building chemistry so I think it's just a little too early to tell. Yeah. 
I, mean, I just don't really rate Joel that highly. I think he's he's an okay uh, left back, but there's just something about him that he's not like always switched on. Like there's sometimes like I think it's decently often he's just really switched off, and that leads to goals or easy simple mistakes that like you know there's a simple pass that he gets the ball away, or he doesn't make a simple touch. So I just don't think I don't think he's like our future in that position. I think go ahead. Go ahead. All right, I was gonna say I think I finally broke you guys. <laughs> on the yeah. I mean, I always have my suspicions on him, but it's really unfortunate because the way that we got him was getting or trade. It was just a straight up swap of him and Munir, and Munir, I don't like Munir. Really, never did anything wrong when he was wearing purple. So for mm-hmm. us to just ship him off and then bring in Joao. And we were like, oh, he's a generation Adidas kid. He looks good. He was drafted by LAFC. And, and then he's just kind of come in and been meh to not great. Um, he's had his moments, but uh, I just don't – I don't think bringing him in was worth getting rid of El Munir. No. Hasn't seemed that way at all. With, especially with someone like Munir and the way he was just so consistently – consistently above average and the performances that he put in were always probably one of our, he was probably one of our, you know, better players. He was definitely one of our most consistent, I would have to say. Yeah. He came in in the first season. I can't remember if it was the first game against DC United, but one of their attackers was on the break. And then you just see him. Yeah, I do remember. Straighting Mm -hmm. it down the pitch. And he comes and makes the tackle inside the 18 and, and pretty much saves a goal. And that's when you kind of knew he was our future left back. And then, boom, gone. That's so I thought he was the future left back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you see that you, we're talking about that, like, drying that fight to, to make that extra, you know, play that could be the difference maker. We really haven't seen that a whole lot this year. I'm going to be honest. We haven't seen anybody. I feel like you always see it from Robin and Antonio, at least. Oh, of course. I mean, yeah. Robin and Antonio are the only reason that we only had two goals going in that game. I think I mean, there was Pedro. Pedro does a good job of, you know, rallying this, rallying the crowd, rallying the group. Mm-hmm. Pedro does a, a good job of being a vocal leader of our team, trying to keep everybody organized and stuff like that. But I remember one instance where they were trying to chip a ball over the top of Antonio Carlos, and he literally threw, threw his body up and ended up getting his foot on the ball to stop mm-hmm. from getting behind him. Like, that's the type of desire and passion I want to see from everybody on the pitch. But then we don't see that from everybody. Not everybody always wants to track back and, and you know, stay in position and, and – get back when the counter's on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's people jogging around, kind of moping around. I don't, I don't see that same drive that we've had over the past two seasons of Poppy, I'm not going to lie. It is early. It. I was going to say, I don't want to compare it to the likes of... <laughs> obviously, there's zero comparison, but it's kind of like watching Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe at PSG because all three of them don't want the tracking back duties. So you always see PSG left open as a team because they're not playing as a team. And I feel like we, we have – sorry, I'm just going to say no, one last thing. You go, you know, you go, you go. We have, like, more, more heart and drive to get back than that. But at the same time, we don't have that quality. So we don't have the, uh, like, the ability to be able to play in that manner. 
Mm-hmm. I was just saying, I think Fakuno did a really good job of tracking back. I think there was like at a point where he was like one of three players that were still back while we were all the way pressed up in their half. I think him and Benji do a good job outside or the um as the two wingers going up and back or going down and back, sorry, going down and back the field. And they're able to quickly get up the field and track back if necessary, which is why I don't like Pato in the right wing spot. Yeah, yeah Pato's not built to play right wing or right mid at all. Huh? So he's not built to play right mid or right wing at all. So realistically, I mean, he should like never be playing there. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I would rather have Benji start against um, Cincinnati than Pato outright. Or crazy idea. We have this guy named Sylvester Vanderbilt that can just hop into position. But like, if if he's not fit or something, not, going on, uh, that's, and he's not an option, he's not. I'm not. Eleven. Or I'm not players. trying to take that out on you. I'm just saying that in general for the club. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Pato doesn't really show that desire to play back, get back. You know what I mean. Um, Mo is getting up there in age, so he doesn't always track back consistently. He hasn't tracked back consistently for us ever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Junior does decently well, but also if he's really advanced up the pitch, he's going to try to rely more on Araujo to try to make that stop. And likewise, you know what I mean? Tactically, that's what you expect, but I don't know. I just feel like in years past, Junior would be full on sprinting to get back rather than just kind of hanging back and hoping that tactically we're going to hold up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I guess his the, role back then was differently. He might have been more of a defensive midfielder when he first came in instead of now where he has a little bit more freedom to travel up the pitch. I, well, I see him scoring, <laughs> yeah, scoring goals in back-to-back games, but of course one of them gets called back. So I give it to him. He's on form. Yeah. Should have two goals on the season, but uh, he's about the only one. Yeah, yeah pretty I mean, much. If, if if Junior doesn't track back, but the result of that is him scoring goals, I'm probably fine with that because I have faith in Araujo as a kind of defensive midfielder when Junior's up. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at that either if we didn't let up two goals to the worst team in the league playing that way. Yeah, so, I mean, their second goal is just – that's just unfortunate. If Ruan's stronger there. I did get bodied. Yeah. And the same the same thing happened on their side of the field when they, when we had the ball. And what happens? Gets called foul on us. Yeah, the priority agenda is definitely full effect, in full effect. Like, I can't yeah. – I, I, I just cannot stand to watch them officiate any more of our matches. I, I just genuinely don't understand why we don't have FIFA accredited refs and we're still going with pro. Not to make a whole nother episode be talking about pro refs again because it seems like it happens every single week and even in we speak football, it's just like, yeah, we're going to talk about VAR and the refs all the time. But it, it's Because it's a consistent problem week after week. It is. That's what I'm talking about. If they, if they would make changes, we wouldn't have to talk about it. But since they don't, here we are. I don't think this week was as bad. No, it wasn't as bad. I'll give it that, but they're still still bad. It's still poor, in my opinion. Well, it's never not going to be poor. It's either just going to be 
down here or it's just going to be right here. So just got to make a decision, pull the trigger and make FIFA accredited reps happen. But we're not going to see that. Who's your, uh, we should do. Who's your highest rated player? Mm -hmm. Got to give it to Junior. He scored the goal. I'm going to give it to Antonio. Yeah, I can't. I can't I, give I mean, it to a defender after conceding two to the worst team in the league. I can give it to him after he the, the performance that he put in. You know what I mean? That first goal is yeah, not on him. Scored two, but yeah, that, the first one's not on him. The second and like the second one is still not on him either. So I mean, if it were let up through open play, that's something he could have stopped up. You know what I mean? We see him pulling a Harry Maguire step over inside the six yard box and letting up a goal. Like <laughs> then he then he's like at fault for that. But yeah, <laughs> I, he's, no need to call the man out. We know this man out. I mean, I'm. I'm not calling anybody out. <laughs> calling Harry Maguire out a little bit, but well, and he deserves it. Boy, he scored a goal on the weekend too. Yeah, that was a that was a tidy little finish that he had right past the head. Yeah, let's relax. All right, well, you see, I still have to be my man of the match, so let's let's not talk about that. Um, Did you just say? Oh no, he's frozen. Did you just say something about the man of the match? I said I haven't given my man of the match. Oh, haven't I thought you said (laughs) you had given him your man of the match for that? game over the weekend no. I was about to say all right no of course not no I'm gonna have to go I'm debating between I'm debating between Mo and Junior I'm probably gonna give it to Junior for for him scoring the goal even though the Mo reasoning behind Mo. Assist. Mo had the assist in that Kundo had the assist, had the assist. Magnus first okay, assist. Of, wait, no, I'm thinking. Was it the header, the Kara header? That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, uh, where was the one who put that ball in? Yeah, I just have to the wonder save. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was watching it over and over. He also had that that decent <clears throat> shot from outside the box there. No, yeah, I think he had a very from the left to right above average, yeah, performance. Yeah, yeah. I think Junior has to get it for you know scoring the goal. I uh, still like I, I kind of understand where you're coming out with Antonio, but uh, I just, I mean I can't. realistically it is junior, but in my book because I you know like good defending like and like good defending defenders football don't get enough credit. He, he's the passion in this team right now, and he's been for the past two years. So you see him so animated when mistakes are made and stuff like that. So if we didn't have that type of presence between him and Pedro, I feel like we'd be in a lot worse shape right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, what we got, what do we have, what do we have next in the league? That's a good question. We got um, a galaxy. We have the galaxy next. Mm-hmm. We do galaxy next in LA. And then we have Portland after that. Good old West Coast, hopefully trying to take away a point from each game trip. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, at least the point. Uh, oh, it's going to be, be tough. 
I mean, even um, though they are coming off of what a three-two loss against Seattle, three-two loss to Seattle, yeah, that was that was a game. Um, but as Seattle's first one on the season, and I feel like that's kind of, that's kind of Galaxy fans were us in that match. They're like, yeah, we should win this game, but if there's also a game for Seattle to pick up our first win or their first win, then it would be against the Galaxy. I would not concede it on the season, also. And I'm lost. Yeah, there's, a, there's, there's a vast difference between Seattle and Cincinnati. And Cincy. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. It's just the, the type of game that it was. One team not having a win and the other not or having not lost. So the tactics, though, may fit our team a little bit better as they're, not, they're definitely not going to sit and wait for us to come at them. They're going to go and create the goal. So maybe yeah. we can see more of the first week of the season in the city than... Yeah, and yeah, I know it's Costa. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was going to say, you got to worry about Douglas Costa along with Chicharito. Yeah. And Efren Alvarez now. Um, but the defense is a little bit more suspect for the Galaxy. And you see that play out, conceding three goals over the weekend. So hopefully we our attack can actually find what they want to do. And hopefully you got to snuff out what's going on in that Galaxy defense and put a couple past. Yeah, well, you know who else's defense you said was suspect? Don't want to hear it. I really don't. Somebody's got to go back and clip that. I'm just going to move on from that. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. What did I miss? I'm sorry. I just wanted to say my Wi-Fi connection is horrible. <laughs> I'm going to say I don't know what just happened, but I think uh, Douglas Costa and um, Joao Moutinho is going to be a, a matchup that I'm not looking forward to seeing because I think he'll rip apart Joel. So you're calling for Kyle Smith to start this match? Yes. He's just so one-sided when he plays on the left. I don't... So would you rather see Joel get turned inside out or Kyle Smith put in a decent performance? The thing is, I would... Kyle Smith on the left and right are two completely different people. We're not going to a three-back sack. We're going in the 4-3-3. And we're going to see Facundo play at that false nine before the end of the season. I'm yeah, going keep, to say keep that. saying that. And then we're <laughs> going to end up with a 4-2-3-1 and Pato is going to be playing center back. So that's it. Yeah, that's what we're at. Cam. Facundo and Cam. Pato up Honestly, top. Honestly, we might as well put Antonio at Cam with the way that he was moving around the ball on – Sunday. Honestly, so. Antonio at Cam Robin at striker. Unstoppable. Go. Yeah. No one touches him when he makes a run. Yeah. Then you played three back and you put Schlegel in the middle and then Kyle Smith outright and <clears throat> let's throw Sylvester at uh, left center back. Uh, yeah. Give him some minutes. What? Hey, the man needs minutes. You know what, Mason Stad, you are at left wing and yeah. I'll give me the minutes outright. Just put Pedro up top. Just give the, the three keepers across the line. Schlegel in the net. We've got four keepers on our team. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't sleep on Grinless. Never sleep. That's very true. Well, is there uh, anything else you have to say in closing, guys? Uh, I got uh, to say just I hope we bounce back next week. Don't let this loss affect us too much. And, uh, don't let's become another six-game skid and where we lose another head coach. 
because I would don't want to go through that same path uh, for really what, like fourth time now. So yeah, we just kind of got to move on. It was a terrible loss and we find ourselves in the, in the West coast. We move. That's all I have to say. The simple way to say that we move. It'd be a big statement game. So we move. All right. Well, it was a good first episode to put up on YouTube and unfortunate circumstance as to the game that we had to talk about. Um, but we will see you guys midweek as we preview the galaxy game that we just kind of talked about. But uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next one.